Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. The Nationals take a 3 to none lead over the Cardinals, and the Yankees are squaring off against Garrett Cole for Game 3. going on everybody welcome back to talking baseball we thank you for joining us for another daily episode to recap what happened yesterday and preview what's going to happen today my name is john boy i'm coming to you from new jersey i got my co-host jake with his computer glasses on mike in hand coming to you from denver and this episode is brought to you by our two most recent patreon supporters hood politics and powerhouse powerhouse so thank you to those two people who used their real names for sure when they signed up but support nonetheless it's two dollars a month that really helps us out if you go to patreon.com slash john boy media there's some other perks as well jake how you doing on this fine tuesday morning good i want to thank our european listeners for signing up for patreon thank you powerhouse Hood politics. Um, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, the NL uh, has NL'd. It, that that feels done. And then, well, you, you and I both know today is today is going to be a doozy. We've got 4 p.m. shadows in the stadium. We've got Garrett Cole on the mound. And what will be, you know, game three has always been labeled the most important game of the series. It's not if you win all the other games. Um, But this will either give, if the Yankees win today, they are going to be clamoring to not let this series even go back to Houston. Um, If Houston wins today, they're going to be confident they win the series. So, uh, big one, little nervous, was deep diving in Garrett Cole's stats. That's a scary place if you're a Yankee fan. Also pretty awesome if you're a baseball fan. Uh, He's good, huh? Yeah. He's good. Do you have a do you have a burn of uh this Cardinals Nats game? Oh yeah. How could you burn it? So boring, man. Oh, come on. Jimmy. Was this the most boring game of the postseason so far? Yes. This was the well, I mean, the 10-1 Braves game, but that was kind of like a car accident. Like, you kind of had to watch that. I mean, for like an hour, that was the most exciting game. You, you, you had to text your friends and be like, tune into this first inning, dude. It's crazy. This game was fucking a dud. Yeah, it was like a tragedy. I mean, this one was, I, I mean, scoreless for the first couple with Flaherty and Strasburg. But yeah, it, uh, it became a uh, it, it became a flip to Sunday night football for a little bit game. Monday night football. I was watching the rerun of Sunday night's game. You know, I, I love, forgot I love getting the tape. I forgot you're you're a big got to get in the tape. Got to get in the tape. That's how you know. 
Uh, all right, we can burn this one. I'm still feeling a little sick, still a little out of it. As you burn this, I might chug some coffee and hope it does something to me. Yeah. I watched this game, and I, I really like. I I can't seem to find like a lot of talking points. So I'm hoping your burn reminds me of a lot of stuff. I feel bad for the Cardinals. Um, let's burn it, and then we'll get into the game a little bit. On your mark, get set, burn, Jakey, burn. Game three in the District of Champions as the best asterisk pitcher of all time, Steven Strasburg, takes on Jack Flash into me, Flaherty, as him and his band of Cardinals try to reduce the space between them in the Nats' bottom three. Cardinals fans are going to have nightmares about the eight-hole hitter forever. Robles gets on. Adam eats him home on an RBI single. Anthony Davis Rendon, he blocks one out for an RBI double. And then Howie Kendrick Lamar, sit down. Be humble. Another huge hit for Kendrick. Two RBI double. Four nothing Nats after three. Flash and the cards get taken out after four, basically. Give me something real like an ass with some stretch marks. Kendrick, another RBI double. Zimmerman. Retweet RBI double. Dime piece straight eight ball. Robles from the A spot goes yard. First MLB game in front of his moms. That's awesome. De Young singles and Soto stumbles, but the asterisk man is about to shake it away. Seven innings pitch, zero earned runs, 12 Ks from Stephen A. Strasburg on his first take with the cards. Jim, it's 8-1 final, 3-0 series lead, just filled with natitude. Natitude. All right, a couple quick comments uh, from your burn. Take the asterisks away from Strasburg. I think this was his seventh game now in the postseason. He's uh, officially earned. The, the sample size isn't a joke anymore, and uh, I'm happy for him. Someone's at my door. This isn't good. Someone go check it out. I can I can BS about Strasburg oh, you know it is? a little bit. It's employee Bill. Talk for a while. Oh. Okay. Uh yeah, it is Strasburg's is it the seventh start? Yeah. Um or seventh game, forty one innings pitched, fifty seven strikeouts. <laughs> oh my god. A one one ERA. Yeah, it uh he came into this postseason with with four. We were laughing about him a little bit. Now, uh, now it's bona fide. He uh, he has proven himself, and uh, yeah, the Strasburg story it really is interesting. You and I circled around this a little bit um, during the year, but uh, you know he had such high expectations as a young pitcher um, that he's been really good. But I don't know in 2015 and 2016 when we were kind of expecting him to take off. He just kind of had these eh, years, you know, three, four, six ERA, three, six ERA. Um, but his body of work's pretty incredible. <laughs> he's in ten years, he's one twelve and fifty eight, a three one seven ERA, more strikeouts than innings pitched. Um, and yeah, it's 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 cool seeing. It, it's the opposite of Kershaw. Like if you're a true baseball fan, you hate seeing Kershaw struggles in the postseason like he has. If you're a baseball fan, you love someone like Strasburg, unless you're a Cardinals fan, taking off and proving that he's a bona fide stud. Yeah, the Cespedes family barbecue guys have been all over it, saying like, how is how is one of the most hyped 
prospects ever, an underrated MLB player. Yeah. You know, he was the yeah. most hyped prospect, and now he's overlooked, and he's still, like, just performing. It's an interesting thing. I think maybe we just – I think Bryce Harper stole his hype, and then the Nats kind of used him. Once the Nats sat him for their last postseason run when he was a young pitcher, that was kind of – like, I think baseball was like, what are they doing? This I'm over this. Yeah, they kind of – I mean, and the Nats kind of went down for a little bit. Like, everyone thought they were going to be a dynasty instantly. They weren't. Uh, and then sh- – and I think the other factor is Scherzer. I mean, Scherzer's, yeah. you know, the Cy Young winner. Scherzer's uh, – he's got two different colored eyes. He uh, he was the dude leading the way and kind he's of He's got two different color eyes. <laughs> hey, that's, um, you know, that – it's not huge when he's pitching. Maybe it is. Maybe that's how he freaks hitters out. Yeah, well, um, sure. Uh, like, Strasburg's got a beard that makes him look like he's in the second half of a Civil War movie where he's aged 10 years now and they had to put a fake yeah. beard on his face. Strasburg's beard-ears combo isn't doing much for him. No, he looks like an extra in the movie Lincoln. And, and I can say that as someone that my beard and ears combo ain't doing much for me either. At least you plug him up with those headphones. Get your Shrek on. What? <laughs> I lost my the cures. Cures. Uh, uh, how about Howie, dude? Three doubles. Yeah, he uh, three RBIs. I mean, talk, what a <laughs> what an incredible postseason! Um, and he's covering for his dude Soto. Soto's numbers aren't looking so hot anymore. Um. But yeah, man, Howie Kendrick, he went from, and dude, think about if Clayton Kershaw doesn't hang that one pitch to Soto, the, the Dodgers win. Howie Kendrick goes down as a fool. He had three errors and a base running gaff in five, in five games in the division series. Um, yeah. And now all of a sudden, a <laughs> little walk-off, well, not a walk-off, but a little extra inning grand salami later, and now he just continues to rake. And his stats have been stupid. I think since the start of September, he's hitting like over 400 with a crazy OPS. Uh, so, I mean, good on Howie Kendrick, but it's also <laughs> a, a fantastic case study on how, <laughs> how, how a couple things can change how you're looked at. Because if they lost Game 5 to the Dodgers, we would have been saying like, oh, Howie Kendrick is a dunce. They should have played as Drupal Cabrera. That's that's like and and if they move on, Soto gets a chance to redeem himself in the next series for this bad yeah. series. Like they're mini seasons, which is just so yep. much more fun. And you can um, be I'm, the zero to hero. I, ha- I saw a lot of Cardinals fans that were kind of upset with Ozuna for missing that that sliding grab with Rendon's hit to left field. Yeah, but uh, I mean, he missed it. It went right. It was in, in his, his glove. glove. Yeah, it was in his glove, and I. You have to slide, but I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a crazy hard play. I do think like Ozuna should have caught that, but also you can't pinpoint that and like try and be mad at Ozuna as if that's the reason this game was lost. You were losing this game no matter what. Yeah, I mean you've had two runs in three games, um, Jim. I think, I think, and unless uh, unless I miss something, I'm pretty sure that a lefty hitter does not have a hit for the Cardinals in this series. I think they're like 0 for 30 or something. Um, damn. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's Fowler, Wong, Edmund, and Carpenter. Um, and maybe Weeders gets thrown in there. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I might have missed something, and I could have slaughtered that stat, but I'm pretty sure it's – it's at, during, like, the fourth inning, I think it was 0 for 26. And I didn't see a lefty hitter get a hit. That's so bad. As it's a group. incredibly bad. They should have a little meeting as a group. And, John, I, I don't know if you want to get credit for this, but I think you said, you know, coming into this game, we were looking for anything for the Cardinals. We were actually excited for Ozuna. He had good numbers versus Strasburg. We told Goldie, or I, I think you specifically mentioned Goldie, he goes golden sombrero. Yeah, no, he's having a bad series, right? I, get, That's, uh... I think his numbers on the series are terrible now. Yeah, I mean the 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 numbers that are going to leak out. It, the nor <laughs> we've kept going back to the word historic, and yeah, this this Cardinals team, unless <laughs> they pull something out of their butt real quick, are going to be historically bad. Dexter Fowler is hitless. Colton Wong is hitless. Goldschmidt's hitting 083. Tommy Edmond is hitless. Um, I mean, just outmatched and outclassed. Yeah, Goldie it, Goldie has a .83. He's got one hit in 12 plate appearances, no walks, and six strikeouts. Yep. Bad. Um, yeah, man. I mean, if if uh, it's historical either way now, I mean, they better get no hit tonight or they have to win four in a row, and then that's historical. Yeah, a lot of pressure on Patrick Corbin, dude. <laughs> like, if you, are you give up per- hits to these guys, you're you're a bum. Are you personally mad at the Cardinals? No, no, I um, I am. I, I, I mean, I was rooting for Flaherty, um, and they got to him like pretty much straight up. You could. I was rooting the, for Flaherty as well. I like Flaherty. It's a really the, cool story. The Ozuna, you know, the Ozuna missed catch, whatever. Um. But, yeah, I mean, they, they got to Flaherty. The eight-hole hitters are going to haunt them. Robles gets them today. It was Jan Gomes, and then it was Michael A. Taylor the game before that. Um, you have to be kicking yourself over those um, in front of the pitcher. Maybe they don't and, have the eighth hitter on the scouting report. That's something they do. And then the eighth and, hitter's coming yeah. up. Don't worry about him. And then you got the pitcher. So just one through seven. Worry about it. And, Jim, the biggest thing you have to be mad about Mike Maddox, the pitching coach, hits two holes in ones before the game. Really? Like you lost the game for your team. Yeah, there was you some t- celebrity there was some celebrity s- golf outing the day before. Hit two aces. He stole like all the you, luck. Yeah, you lost the series. Man, Schmoltzy Maddox, what are they doing? I know. Um Yeah, and uh, Jim, I don't know. And it was kind of I I gave the hesitant speech after game two where I said Nat or Cardinals fans were going to hate me I'd said it before game one I mean if you go through like those corny check boxes the matchups before you see each series that they'll do on like the the pregame show and it'll be like hitting check mark pitching check mark I mean if you really run through those the Nats had every check mark <laughs> um you know well, uh, the, you the, say Cardinals fans are going to hate you I'm mad at the Cardinals this is boring. Good. I made a yeah. commitment to watch every game this postseason, and last night I stayed home and I was watching the game, and it was just like I said: either don't get a hit and be historically bad, or win the game. 
and make it exciting. And they did neither. And it's just wasting everyone's time. And game yeah. four, are we even going to preview this? I mean, to a degree, it's, uh, I think my biggest preview is like, yo, that there, there is an odd amount of pressure on Patrick Corbin. I don't think so, man. Like, dude, if Corbin gets knocked around, A, like the other pitchers are just going to make fun of him on the Nationals team. And then B, like there's the whole like, what if he sparked him? Not that I think he's gonna, but like Corbin, dude, if you, if you, if you look bad against these guys, you're going to be the joke of the pitching staff. Yeah, that's true. All all three did. I thought the pressure was going to be... ball one hit him. What's that? ball one hit him. Well, how many hits did Scherzer give up in the end? Strasburg, 12 Ks. I think Scherzer was only one hit. I think the other hits, hits technically, because there was that misplayed ball, came off relievers. Um, Strasburg actually gave up a few hits. Um, okay, so, so, so what does that, Corbin have to do? But he didn't give up an earned run. What does Corbin have to do to like be part of the club? If he gives up he, one... He can't give up an earned run. He can't give up an earned run? No starting pitcher has given up an earned run yet for okay. the Nats. Cool. So, Corbin, you can't give up an earned run or you're a loser. Yeah. That's tough. Tough. Bad break. What do you think the Cardinals' plan is? I mean, I would, I would genuinely do this. If I was Ozuna or... At Goldschmidt, Goldschmidt doesn't really have the personality for it. Not a shot at him, but what I'm about to say is a little over the top. I mean, you go, you go full major league and you kill a chicken. I bring a chicken. <laughs> I'm, I bring in a live chicken and I kill it in front of everyone in the clubhouse. <laughs> I did not give me a better plan. Uh, I did not see that coming. Give me a better plan. You going to take more swings? You going to watch more tape? No, you you have to do something. When the Red Sox were down 3 games to none against the Yankees, they all took a shot before game 4. And we're like, "Hey, whatever. Fuck it. Let's take a shot." So maybe yeah, maybe you put all the bats in the middle of the clubhouse and the whole team circles around and pees on all of them and then like you're like, "All right, pee bat rally." Pee Something bat like that. rally. Yeah. Got to do something. You can't just go out for game four like your normal selves. Yadier Molina has to kill a chicken in the middle of that clubhouse. Well, that's scary because, I it, I mean, he's not doing it peacefully. No, and that's the point. You should feel shook. Like, it's not it's not watch Yadi kill a chicken, and then you're like, okay, oh, Yadier's back at it. Like, no, you should be, like, visibly shaking. <laughs> Okay, well, that, let's take a quick break before we go into the previews. Imagine if there was like a Tyson chicken ad. <laughs> All right, we have two games going on tonight. Like we kind of mentioned, there's game four in the Nats. Cardinals series, which I don't even know what to talk about, where we do need a chicken sacrifice or a P-Bat rally. Then there's the Yankees-Astros game, which is Garrett Cole versus Luis Severino in the Bronx Zoo. And this game matters a whole ton, so we'll probably spend a little more talking about this. I, let's, let's finish up game four for the Nats cards, Jake. 
Uh, obviously, Whoa, we're bra- we're breaking chronological order. First time in pot history. Yeah, we're we're not. This is we're you stepping did this away to from us, Cardinals. We're stepping away from our cron pod ways because I'm just I just don't even really have anything to say about this game four. Do you like honestly? Who are the Cardinals pitching? Uh, Dakota Hudson. Okay. I mean. Uh, it's it's Dakota Hudson versus uh, our guy Corbin, like we mentioned. Um, and yeah, no, like I, you know, we're quote unquote jokes with the chicken stuff and Corbin not being able to give up an earned run. Um, I don't know, man. I I mean, if 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 you're the Cardinals, this is what you're actually saying. You're saying we haven't seen Corbin yet. He's a lefty. Let's let's get some hits going. Um, you know, maybe they can win in kind of crushing fashion. Um, you know, maybe they can have a two-hit performance and score one run and win a one-nothing game or something like that. Because you are telling yourself, technically, Anibal Sanchez would be on deck after Corbin, and then you get you could go home. Like, I, it's, it's digging deep when you don't have an earned run off a starting pitcher yet. But if you somehow win this, technically, you've got Anibal next game. Yeah, who almost no hit him. Yeah. <laughs> um Should they start Fernando Rodney? I would. Right? Change uh, the vibe of the game right away. Rodney's awesome. Um, no earned runs Fernando in the series. Rodney, Fernando Rodney is going to be pitching in the 2019 World Series. He has no earned runs this postseason. He's a stud. He's locked in. His changeup looks dirty. And he's got a, he's got a couple inherited runs. Know what it is though? It's the classic. You come out. You're playing JV baseball. You're you're playing. You know a team from three towns away. Pitcher gets on the mound to warm up. You've never seen him before. And he comes out, and you're like, "All right, is this kid going to be throwing cheese today? What's this kid got?" And he comes out, and he's throwing fifty five. And you're like, boys, we're eating today. And then you hit a liner to short. Someone pops out. And then you're like, damn, we can't hit this dude. That's what Rodney's got going right now. Okay. I like that. Also, he's very intimidating on the mound. Yeah. Doesn't care. Doesn't care. Uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, if you're the Cardinals, try to get some hits and play perfect defense. If you're Nationals, kind of just relax because you're going to win. Corbin's yeah, got pressure right. on him. The batters can be so loose up there, which is a good That's thing. That's the thing. If well, I I'd say that for the Cardinals too. At this point, like it can't get worse. Like you're already historically bad. If you have another bad game, you stay historically bad. If you have a good game, you could change the story a little bit. Yeah. Start a fight. They need Yachty getting mad at someone. I told him, lean into two pitches. Didn't happen. Damn. Damn. All right. Game three, Yankees-Astros is going to be a big one. It's gonna. It's a tall task for the Yankees. Garrett Cole's been the best pitcher this postseason. He's one of the best pitchers all season. I mean, maybe Strasburg has him. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know the stats. This is Garrett Cole's first away game. In the postseason, 
this year. I think he's had three away postseason starts before. He's one and two. We're talking about a different pitcher, though, from back in the day. Severino uh, had one start this against the Twins. He got himself into a lot of trouble, but never broke. Um, it's, it's gonna be a close game. What do you got? We, I, I don't know how much we want to dive into or not dive into here, but yeah, I mean, first I'm gonna say you and I bit our tongues a little bit when they announced that this game was gonna be a four Eastern game. Um, in hindsight. MLB, you screwed up. You screwed up. Now you've got a 3-0 game against a team that hasn't scored an earned run against a starting pitcher being the nightcap when you have two of the best pitchers on the two best teams in baseball going at it in game three. This should be the night game. Anyways, thanks for listening, MLB. Uh, Severino, uh, I think, is interesting, Jimmy. You mentioned his playoff start. Uh, You know, he got out of a bases-loaded, no-out jams. Uh, four hits, two walks, four strikeouts, and four innings. That's all they really asked of him, um, and he's still got a pitch limit. I mean, like it's, you know, the Yankees' plan to let him rip and get to the pin when they need to is still going to be there. Uh, I'm a little worried because I think his last two starts, he struggled with control a little bit. Um, the last series against Texas, which those games didn't matter at all, but he had four walks, uh, and then – the twin start, his control didn't look locked in. So uh, if he doesn't tighten that up a little bit, um, yeah, I mean, you could see the Yanks go to the pen early because Houston has a lot of good, a lot of good hitters that'll, that'll be ready and they'll, they'll take pitches. They pass the baton. Yeah. You saw them go to the pen super early with Paxton who hadn't given up a lot of runs in the third inning. And Boone said, he'll be just as aggressive again. So, because it worked out. I mean, if the Yankees had three runs, they would have penned it the rest of the way. The The stadium should be jumping despite the 4 o'clock start, uh, but the bats will not be. I mean, Buck Showalter has a great quote, like, 4 o'clock start. No one can see. I mean, if he, Buck Showalter's quote was, if, you, if you're, a, you're a pitcher and you, and you can't get through the first three innings of a 4 o'clock start unscathed, then you're a bad pitcher. Yeah, you have to be pretty bad to not get through. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he said. Because yeah. uh, the oh, shadows, yeah, if yeah. anyone doesn't know, because the shadows are in between the pitcher and the batter, and it makes it harder to pick up the seams, and it, it should be a lot of early curveballs. Yeah, and I know you you tweeted that out, um, and it really is, there's like three different good quotes in that quote. <laughs> Buck's talking about his old, how pitchers used to fight for the 4 p.m. starts because basically you could put it in cruise control the first few innings. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, that's what you'd expect. Even if this game wasn't, you'd expect Severino and Cole to be zeros early. I mean, it's going to be definition of playoff baseball. If, if there's a leadoff double somehow, and the teams will do anything and everything possible to try to get that run home because it, it would be huge. The I, And maybe this sounds corny. Maybe we're, we're sounding like Yankees homers. I, I think the storyline is going to be how crazy is the stadium and can they get to Cole? Um, you know, if the Yankees – because the Yankees, will they'll do something against Cole, whether it's a solo shot or a walk and then a single, whatever it is. You know, the Yankees are a really good lineup. And it's, um, you know, when Garrett Cole finds himself in the second inning and there's runners on first and second, one out, you know, it 
Is he get a little nervous? Does he start shaking a little bit? Does he leave a fastball over the plate? Or does he lock down and throw even filthier stuff than he normally has? Um, um, I mean, that's I think that's I would the bet on watch. Cole. I mean, I'm hoping not to because I'm a Yankee fan, but like I bet on Cole. Yeah, and I, I dove into the numbers a little bit um, looking for anything on Cole. Uh, the only thing that I did find, um, and you, you will find this with a lot of pitchers, so I'm not breaking news, but uh, batters this year on the first pitch versus Garrett Cole have a 356 batting average and a 1.051 OPS. Um, and, you know, we've, we've seen the first pitch, a lot of hitters attacking the first pitch already in the playoffs. And when batters get ahead of Cole, they have an 878 OPS this year. So, uh, and contra- contrary to that, when Cole is ahead in the count, <laughs> batters hit 149 with a 259 slugging and a 412 OPS. I so have the a question. First pitch, sure. Based on those numbers, if Cole is ahead in the count, you're yeah. fucked. If Cole is behind in the count, you have a good chance of, of putting up some good numbers. What the hell is the strategy? Because if you're Cole, that means you got to throw first pitch strike. If you're the Yankees, does that mean you try to attack a first pitch fastball? Like, or or is it better to try and take the first pitch and hope it's a ball? Like that makes that first pitch very fucking tricky. Yeah, the 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 first pitch is kind of what to watch for, and it's like what what zone does the umpire have going? And it's, I I mean, it comes back to the whole Yankees mantra: control the zone and all that. And again, the numbers the numbers off of the first pitch are really good too. So I think I think the Yankees are just saying like, hey, you know, Cole's going to be out there for a while either way. Um, you know, don't. There's no automatic first pitch takes like you see it in the regular season a lot. You'll see guys just put the bat on their shoulder after the pitcher throws the ball or do things like that. That's not acceptable today. If you see something in the zone, you got to swing. If not, I, I mean, that's that's the mind fuck. Um, you know, it, that first pitch, if everyone's going to be geared up and Cole's just going to drop a nasty off-speed pitch, uh, the Yanks could look really bad and really ugly for the first couple innings. Um, if not, and, the, and they can constantly get ahead – um, you know, I, I think that, uh, that would be huge in the Yankees best chance. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what their strategy is going to be. They've, they've been trying to attack early. They tried to attack Granky early. They were very aggressive in the count. They tried to attack Verlander early, very aggressive in the count, swinging at the first or second pitch first time through trying to get those early fastballs. I think they're going to try and do the same thing with Cole. We'll see if they can. He likes to work high in the count, just like or high in the zone, just like Verlander, which is tough. Uh, my wish is some of the righties can just you know kind of make contact and fly that out to the short porch and right there. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I will say uh, for lineup wise, I think the Yankees will be starting Aaron Hicks in center, moving Gardner to the left, and then the DH question is: Is it Stanton or is it Edwin? Who knows. Um, and for them, I believe I think Kyle Tucker's going to get the start. That's kind of the only position that's been roving around. Marisnik got the start versus the lefty Paxton, but as soon as Paxton was out of the game, Marisnik came out of the game, and Kyle Tucker got at bats the rest of the way. So I think uh, I think Reddick kind of lost his job. Yeah, they they pulled back pretty quickly on Marisnik too. I think he only had one at bat. I as think soon as uh, the pitcher changed, yeah. Yeah, at the end they were just like, yeah, no. I I think I think if they do that again, they'd rather just have 
um, Tucker out there for the one at bat and then have Marisnik available as a defensive replacement later if you need him. Like that 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 early defense is kind of a, a weird play. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It, it I feel like for Severino. I, don't think, I think Marisnik was in there for splits, not defense. Lefty pitcher, he was a righty. Kyle Tucker's no, a his numbers his numbers are bad for his lefties. Like the dude doesn't hit anyone. Um, but still, it just seems as soon as a righty pitcher came in, they switched. Right, but I'm saying like even if you're going to do that, and you know Paxton might only get through the lineup once, like you just burned a guy for two innings of defense. I don't know. That it's just just my humblest of opinions. Um, and yeah, I think for Yankees fans, they're going to know in the first inning like. All right, is Sevy going to basically give us five, or are we going to be fighting through three? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Because if Sevy, like like we said, versus the Twins, he, he came out unscathed, but it was a fucking battle to get through four innings. Yeah. And he he's never really had a breezy playoff start like we saw Tanaka have, like we see Verlander, Cole, Strasburg have – Sevy's had some good results in a couple games in the postseason, but he's never been. Look, Sevy's Sevy's throwing nice and easy today, you know. Yeah. So, hopefully, the zoo can play a part. Yankee fans are nuts. Uh, yeah. I also, say- and and I'll I'll take it a step further, Jim. Now that I am looking at his playoff stats, because I I don't know the strikeouts are there. Um, you know the hits are a, a little higher than normal, including you know that one albatross. The walks are are what's pretty wild, and I, I just mentioned his past couple. Um, in 27, 27 playoff innings, he has sixteen walks, um, which just isn't Luis Severino. So that's uh again goes back to control and early on. We'll we'll see what if he's dotting them or if if he's walking guys. You you could see the bullpen. As early as you saw it with Paxton. The other thing I'm going to say is, and we said this from the start of this series from a Yankees fan perspective, Adam Adovino is the key. Uh, he's pitched in both games. Springer got to him. They're, they're going to see Britain for the third time tonight if Britain comes in. Uh, when does the familiarity effect come in for these relievers? And Smoltz has kind of been on that. Like, hey, if you bring relievers into every game, hitters get to see the relievers every game. So... We'll see how that goes. I mean, Chad Green threw a lot of innings, so they they got a good look at him. They've gotten a good look at Tommy Canely, all that stuff. Uh, we'll see how it goes. And then on, for the bullpen for the other side, the Yankees, they had somewhat of a good strategy versus Verlander. They made Verlander work really hard. And then the Astros' bullpen came in, and it kind of seemed like the Yankees forgot a strategy. They forgot to bring a strategy to the plate against the bullpen. They... Like, maybe it was just like, oh, thank God Verlander's out. Let's go hit these guys. And they forgot, like, oh, you have to have a plan against them, too. So if we get in, if they get into the Yankees, the Astros bullpen again, we'll see who wins that battle. The Yankees won at game one. Astros bullpen won at game two. If I'm fucking Hinch, I'm throwing Joe Smith again. Yeah. And that that's the other thing. I mean, Joe Smith also executed and looked dirty. Yeah, so, he looked really good. Is a little bit shot at the Yankees, but also. The, the Strohs bullpen who, hey, Jim, I did my whole football speech, how the Yankees starting pitching was looking at Houston's starting pitching, saying like, hey, we're pretty good too. Houston's bullpen compared to a lot of a lot of baseball teams is pretty good. Compared to the Yankees, they're on a different level. So I bet that Houston bullpen's kind of been itching down there all week saying, 
hey, let you know, we we did pretty good too, guys. Itching down there all week. Oh my god. Sounds like a burn line. Yeah, it sounds like it burns for sure. Yeah. Talking STDs. Usually are. Wow, 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 wow. All right, this is an early game, so we got to get going. We got to do the Yankees pregame yeah. show. It's a 4 o'clock start, which sucks. So I think that ends this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed some baseball talk. We thank you for tuning in each and every day, listening. If you're enjoying it, leave a rating, review, subscribe, leave a comment on YouTube. I read those because it's like one of the only places you can get feedback. Um, there's no comment section for podcasts, you know? Kind of interesting. Yeah, but that's not like instant. Like this episode, this episode, you know. So we'll see you tomorrow. Two games to recap. Cardinals, don't let me down. Lose easily. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.